0: So what's up, guys? This is Corey with Corey Talks Analog. They call me Daddy Leica. This is an Instagram name that has a fantastic origin story that I'm about to tell you, and it is what I go by on Instagram for my model work. So, I was at a wedding for my best friend. All the groomsmen, we're all fucking just sitting in this little spot waiting for the day to happen, and we're drunk. And I think it was like 1130 in the morning. We were drunk. And Jordan brings up this guy who sells Seiko watches and his name was Uncle Seiko. And I thought that that was the most like hilarious thing on the planet because obviously I'm drunk and Uncle Seiko, imagine buying a watch from this guy and walking into his shop being like, what's up, Uncle Seiko? Like what you got for me today? You know, (laughs) where's my watch at, man? So like I'm sitting here at the time, my Instagram, my name was like Corey Shoots Vintage or some uh, stupid shit. And so I'm sitting here on the bed of, of this, in this room, pondering what I could call myself similar to Uncle Seiko. And I was like, oh my God, I should change my name on Instagram to Daddy Leica. And I tell you that these guys lost their mind when I said that. Because at the time I was doing model photography and the first place they went was, oh my God, what if the models call you daddy? and <laughs> Which is hilarious, but also I don't really want to be called that. So uh, I was like, ah, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Like, I, I know I made the joke, but they're like, well, it doesn't exist unless you do it. So obviously this is like a drunken dare moment where now I'm pressured to do this because i've created this problem and now i'm being pressured into doing it and obviously i'm not going to fold under pressure so i did it i changed it like right on the spot just changed it so i wake up the next day it's still daddy like people are cracking the hell up even on the instagram and i'm just like yeah whatever i'm just gonna like own it that's cool like, if you're gonna take me seriously, you're gonna take me seriously whether my name is that or not. But the fun fact of that is that at the time, I actually did have, like, a really ridiculous Leica collection. And so it kind of stuck. Like, people knew me for having really crazy Leica cameras. So, like, I was like, yeah, whatever, cool. So I kept it. And that is sort of the origin story of where that came from. And uh, it was hilarious. And it kind of created this, uh, you know, brand (laughs) almost for me, which was interesting, but I literally started out as just a dude that was in a band who was, you know, taking photos of just rando crap and, uh, fast forward to this moment and I'm creating like a, you know, a brand and, uh, it actually ended up working out pretty well as, as that happened, because then people they're not really relating to me as Corey as much as they are, like the alter ego that Daddy Leica is, uh, and the aesthetic that Daddy Leica is. So, um, when I, I was on that journey to getting to that point, like I used a Leica at the time, and um, I was really good at using it, and it was one of those things where I remember being at one of these events that my friend John had uh, had kind of curated for models and photographers to kind of meet up. And um, this is probably the second time I went. The first time was amazing. It was kind of like a life-changing kind of like I was doing photography that wasn't where I wanted to be. And then he pushed me into a situation where I had to kind of do something different and I ended up liking it. And so that's where my daddy Leica like page was kind of like created um and and i and I really found my aesthetic in my uh my niche within that, which is really cool so fast forward to this other event and I remember going to this other event and uh no one actually called me Corey like whatsoever like I was daddy Leica like I walked in there and it was daddy like a this daddy, like a, best, that's daddy like a that's that's daddy Leica. that's fuck. it was just fucking hilarious that. All of these people just immediately gravitated toward the name. And uh, so I did I did kind of build like this reputation of, of being like a guy who used analog cameras and a guy who used really nice stuff and expensive stuff and uh, had a cool aesthetic. So fast forward to now, and I'm still doing that, obviously, but I've kind of curated uh, that style and look throughout my... Um, throughout my portfolio and expanded on it. And uh, I've used a lot of stuff over the years. I uh, I really went diving down the hole everybody goes down when you have, uh, you know, problems with buying gear. And uh, I, I bought a lot of camera gear. And I used a lot of cameras that I hated. I, I used a lot of cameras that just didn't fit what I was doing aesthetically. And um, I made a lot of mistakes trading cameras that I ended up having to pay double to get back, you know, things like that. But I always landed back on, um, a Leica camera and, um, it's just because how simple it is. And it's always intimidating. Like, especially when I was younger, um, like I would walk into like some of these meetups before they kind of gotten out of hand with like all these people with iPhones and and shit showing up. You know, these meetups were kind of curated to, for the, like, kind of elitists of the area to show up to. And, you know, it was always in- intimidating when you walked into this kind of setting with a camera that is so simple and so uh, not easy to use compared to, say, a Nikon or a Canon or um, maybe even a Sony a7 of the time. And uh those cameras are made for that kind of stuff, like fast movement, you know, you're doing fashion and model photography, so it's, it's meant for that, where the is more of a slow-the-fuck-down kind of camera. And so I had to learn how to work with the camera extremely well to get um, what I do and get my aesthetic uh, and it come across as if I was using one of those cameras, but even better, you know. And so that, that took a lot of work. It took a lot of learning. It took a lot of time to be that good with something. And uh, obviously I've been doing this for many, many years now, so um, it's like second nature. But even now, you know compared to other cameras, the Leica cameras are, are not meant to do what some uh, of these more technologically advanced cameras can do. Um, it also takes a lot of the fun out of it to have something like that as well, in my opinion, because you're relying on the camera to do, I'd say, probably 95% of the work, and then you're doing the last 5%. And uh, it's really fun to be able to control every aspect of that and also put more work in on the back end as well. So um, I do love the system for that. But uh, So I grew in a, in a, in a totally different way uh, in that era because I was doing kind of you know, documentary-style photography at the beginning of just my life and stuff and, and then kind of pushing myself into something that was uh, open water that I didn't know if I would be good at. And ended up loving it. So um, I am super stoked for you guys to listen to the podcast. I'm constantly growing and I'm going to do a lot of interview style stuff here. I also really want to um, interview models and kind of give you guys an inside peek on what that looks like. Uh, especially here in North Carolina, and uh, I know this won't appeal to everyone uh, in other states because it's a little different in other places, but here in North Carolina, it's definitely a small group, and uh, we all kind of have you know, each other's backs and uh, create together, and it's it's actually really kind of a cool little community, so um, I'm super stoked to introduce all of that to you guys and talk about more gear. We will go down, down that road a bit as well, although I don't think talking about camera gear is really that fun uh it's more educational than anything but um i will obviously do some of that just because i am uh a well of knowledge when it comes to uh, different film cameras and um some digital cameras but yeah so thank you for listening guys i uh hope you enjoyed the backstory on my instagram name daddy Leica, and uh i am Corey. And if you will keep an eye out, we are going to have a YouTube channel up soon with Corey Talks Analog, and we'll be doing interview style stuff there with models and such, as I mentioned. Uh, Do click the subscribe button, and I do appreciate you listening. Thank you. What's up, guys? This is Corey Talks Analog. Today, I want to talk about a touchy subject. And said touchy subject is mimicking all the photography trends throughout photography that everybody kind of jumps on these bandwagons and they do the same type of work over and over and over. What really fucking annoys me about these types of things is that new photographers will jump on this bandwagon and they'll mimic and repeat, mimic and repeat. And so if somebody comes out with something that's really popular at the time, these folks will just jump on the bandwagon and then ride that wave until they can jump on the next bandwagon. And it all really stints to the clout of the work and what they really are trying to do is get that clout and the same vibe as whoever they may have been copying. So for me, it's a fine line, I think, with mimicking and kind of taking full account for something that you really just took from some other photographer or took from some mood board and you directly did exactly what that mood board is. There's absolutely no credibility to the image, in my opinion, if you've done that. Now, that is totally different than really taking inspiration from something. Um, Inspiration and totally mimicking are two opposite things. Um, Inspiration would be something that drives you and inspires you to create an image similar, but with your finesse, with your work, with your art, all connected into that image. Where mimicking falls into... You're just taking a mood board image that a client is giving you, or a model, or whoever it may be that you're working with, and you're directly doing exactly what that image looks like to the T. Now, for professional photographers, this can get tricky because you've got clients that you want to make happy, and I do understand that. You know, I get that wedding photographers, you know, that's a monotonous circle of bullshit and you all have to do the same shit almost every time and I get that there's no shame in that game. You're getting paid for a stock image. (laughs) But as an artist and as a, a creative photographer, you should take more pride in your art to not exactly do those things and... I understand that there's a learning curve to that too. If you're a new photographer, you're going to want to try things. You know, you're going to want to explore that, you know. And there's nothing wrong with exploring it, but to call it your own work is also kind of plagiarism. So, for me, it's really finding that nice balance of inspiration and your spin on that. And a lot of people do that. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people who are exactly that way. But there are also that many more people that are not and that are just going to take an idea because they saw it and they thought it would get them somewhere and they're just going to do it because they can. you know, And they can they can just mimic it and go on. For a true artist, and I'm going to say this lightly because I know that there is a fine line, but for me, as an artist, for a true artist, to fully just take someone's idea and mimic it is almost like stealing a song or stealing a beat or uh, taking like parts of the Mona Lisa and adding them. In. You know, I, I just totally just painted the Mona Lisa. Uh, exactly the way that they did and it looks exactly the same and like to me that's robbery like you're taking an artist's actual genuine idea and you're kind of muddying it up a bit and and uh, maybe not just a bit but a lot um, and I've had this happen to me and it was at the time I had a lot of people say oh like flat you know, imitation imitation is flattery and, um, and, and that's not true <laughs> I don't really uh I didn't like it at the time. I still don't like it. Um, it's not flattering. Flattering to me is when you come to me and you express that you find my work inspiring. Um, but being inspired and and being uh, just straight plagiarist is different, you know? So it's a different feeling when someone says, you're an amazing photographer, you've inspired me a lot, and then you see them add it to their work, and that's different. But when you take someone's concept and you fully rip it to the T, that's not flattering anymore. That's just straight trying to be exactly what that person is. And it's it's falsif- it's falsified uh, it's falsified work in my opinion. So there there is a fine line it's really hard to it's really hard to navigate as a new photographer what is kind of acceptable and what isn't but as a professional photographer you know and i think you you know you know when you've crossed a line with with another uh concept that you know if you've copied it to almost to the t you know that it's not going to be received well in the community um in, in my opinion so yeah with all of that being said I do encourage you guys to try new things. Like a friend of mine, he's obsessed with lighting and he likes to try new things, but he also does those things in a way that accompanies his work. It's not like he's taking that inspiration board and just ripping it all off uh, just because it looks like that, you know. Um so and, but there are a lot of photographers who do 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 that with their clients because they fear that their clients aren't going to like the work. And um, I'm here to tell you that if you're not swimming in really deep water, you're not pushing yourself artistically, and so you will be a stagnant photographer for a very long time if you're not out there swimming in the deep. Um, And you'll also see a much bigger reward in that than what you would see the reward being as mimicking other artists. So, yeah, sorry, that's a really long rant, guys. Um, I try to keep these under 10 minutes, and I think we are well under 10 minutes right now. But just some thoughts on that. I hope this makes you think. Um, I hope this pushes you in the right direction. Um, And if you are one of these people that are listening now and saying, damn, Corey, like I do a little bit of that mimic work, um, don't take offense to it. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but... If you're that person saying, hmm, maybe I should try like something different, then by all means, fucking jump in the deep end with us and give it a go. I'm, I guarantee you, you're going to love that respect and that uh, creative outlook versus what you have been doing. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to Corey Talks Analog. That was less about gear this time. Um, we will talk about some Leica cameras and... Maybe dive into some medium format shit on the, uh, the next episode.